Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Serving While Being Served. <laughs> it is my like utmost excitement and joy, and it is also an honor to be able to come to you guys with Serving While Being Served Season 3. <laughs> season 3, we are here for Season 3. I'm serving while being served. Just a couple of updates. I am now reporting live from Georgia. I am no longer a resident of Michigan. I officially have a Georgia peach. And we are like delighted and excited about that. God has moved and pushed me in the direction that he wants to push me in. Mm -hmm. And I could not have expected expected my life to be at this point, um, maybe, let me say, a year ago. I'll even say two years ago. So much has happened. So many great things has transpired and I have just been honored to be able to just take this journey and I am now married and I am just in a really great space. And I hope that all of you lovelies are doing as well to my serving family. I love you so, so very much. And I am so grateful that you're joining me for this episode. But you know what time it is, baby. It is time to share a word. So our first episode for season three, if you notice, we have new podcasts. Are right, It's lit. It is just showing how we are going to absorb the life of abundance that God has promised us. I absorb that life. I'm going to make sure I always have it and I always show it to you. And I'll let you know if you live a life of love. You can live a life of luxury. If you live a life of being a great, wonderful person with a great heart, you put God first, you be obedient to him. You can have an abundance of life. So that's what that whole new podcast art is about. Had to give you that. But before we get into that, I also want to tell you guys that I want for you to share this word. I want for you to pass it along. If you enjoy it, Tell me that you enjoy it. You can follow me and join my Instagram family at nurse underscore Monroe because I am Nurse Monroe and this is serving while being served. So episode one of season three, it just sounds so delightful, just rolls off the tongue. It's all about serving to an audience of one. Serving to an audience of one. I like to whisper. <laughs> serving to an audience. So many times... Um, not even, I'm just not going to say so many. I'm going to say all the time um, in my journey to get me where I am on my platform, I have always felt that I needed to be, you know, serving more people. I felt that, you know, I needed to continue to be consistent, which is always an issue for me and something I pray on a lot. But I also felt like I wasn't doing enough. I felt like I wasn't getting the acknowledgement um, for my podcast and other, you know, ventures that I have going on. I'm um, also my boutique. I wasn't getting the acknowledgement for the work that I was putting in and for what God promised me. But what you have to realize um, is that when God makes this promise to you, when he tells you to live a purpose driven life and he tells you what that purpose is, um, there's going to be some times and there there may be the time that you may just be driving this purpose for maybe an audience of one or you may be driving this part, this 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 purpose for an audience of many. You know, it may be your purpose for you to get to where you need to be so that you can pull a hundred people with you or maybe a thousand people. And you have to understand that even when 
you start this project, even when you you pull yourself together, you really sit down and you decide, you know, I'm going to do what God has been telling me, or I'm going to do what I have been feeling or what I have been, you know, hearing or seeing myself or envisioning myself doing or what makes me happy. These are telltale signs that let you know that you are heading in the right direction of living a purpose-driven life. When you are doing something and it moves you in a great space, when it makes you feel happy, you know, when you feel anointed, you know, to when you feel the, the energy to anoint others, when you feel the energy to speak life into others, even, you know, when you just feel the energy to get up and do it, you should know this is a part of your purpose-driven life. This is what God put you here for. This is what you're supposed to do. So you can't never get sidetracked if it may be just you doing this for an audience of one, you know, or maybe an audience of five, or maybe this audience may just be your family. You have to understand that a lot of times we may just have an assignment to break a generational curse, or we may have an assignment to let someone along the way see us, you know, growing and overcoming some obstacles that they may be facing themselves or they may, you know, have them later on in life and they can reference back to seeing you go through it. And then you're actually able to, you know, have this, you're actually able to be a part of someone's transition, to be a part of someone's journey. And when we leave this earth, that's truly what you want it to be. You want to look back and you want to think about all of the different people that you touched. Not not it just being you physically touched them or it can just be you telling them a story. It could be them, you speaking life into them, just even simple as you giving them a compliment. You have no idea what you are put here to do and how that can transition someone into living a better life and being better in who they are and even getting to their purpose. So you have to understand even if you're serving an audience of one, you still got to do what you got to do. And the fact that you kind of get so caught up in yourself is making this not a God driven, you know, um, you know, situation, you know, it's making it very worldly, worldly. <laughs> Really, it's like one of my favorite words to use now, really. And it's not what it's all about. It's always a spiritual journey. And so you have to stop making it about yourself pretty much. And you have to make it about someone else. And our generation is very selfish. We're very self-consumed. And I don't know what happened. I don't know. I think somewhere along the line, like we got, we was like real independent. Like, you know, we're going to do better. We're going we gonna to break through. We're going to be entrepreneurs. We're going to be this. But then we kind of like left the whole working aspect of it. And we just been like, I'm going to be a millionaire now today. And I'm not going to work for it because I deserve. And it's like, no, 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 no. You definitely deserve, but you have to kind of put yourself aside, put that work and that effort into it and understand that what you're doing when you do and you get these millions is not for you to hoard them. It's for you to to hand them out to other people. God gives you all this abundance and this money. He doesn't give it for you to hoard it. He gives it for you to share. It's always imperative that you do that. I don't think that we understand that our purpose is given to share. So it's giving to serve to an audience. It's not given for you to keep to yourself. It's given for you to give to others. And that's how you continually become more blessed. And that's how your creative juices continue to flow. And that's how you continue to live abundantly. A lot of y'all have gotten to this threshold where you're no longer being creative anymore, or you're no longer bringing in or having those $10,000 weeks, or you're no longer making the money that you used to make, but you're doing the exact same thing and it's been winning for you and you like well why am I not making this money because you are living very selfishly 
Because when people ask you things, you're not quick to help them because you have someone in your circle that can be helping your business flourish, but you're so afraid, okay, to be talking and speaking life into them that they may advance and go past you. Now you're serving the audience of self. And this is where the problems lie. So God is going to stop you and stunt you. It happened just like that. There's so many people that could be doing so much more, but because they like to keep things with inside because they have this jealous energy that lies deep within them, you know, and that's, and that's something you have to pray off. We all have a little bit of that sometimes, you know, you have to pray that off. You have to be, I, I constantly am praying that it's not even, I won't even acknowledge it and say jealous. It's just this weird feeling like, well, you know, I kind of want to be winning, but I don't know. And I don't even think with me is I want everybody else to win. I think it's been them things that I have dealt with. I've dealt with really bad experiences with women. And that's something that I'm healing with. Now I've dealt with women have always been very, very jealous of me. So I've always, and they, they've, the issue is, is that they haven't been secure themselves. So they don't know how to deal with my securities and my energy. I always come off with big, 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 big personality. And that has been my mechanism that I've used in order for me to, you know, not be harmed and that's, and, and to keep my self-esteem up. But to other women that comes off as I think I'm better than them or whatever it is. But that's because they're not healed and that's a whole different episode but we gonna go there but what I'm saying to you is this I have to constantly pray that I don't let things that have um, have hurt that have hurt me in the past stop me from getting to where I need to go in the future. So I'm not carrying these that's the same baggage or this same pain, or I'm not carrying this attitude like I'm just gonna be concerned about me and mine because it's easy to be like that, you know. And that's just a survival mechanism that we have because it's so hard now because everybody's motives are kind of unknown, and really it's just that it's not that their motives are unknown; it's just that they don't got no God in them. And I say this all the time. People don't be knowing. I tell people all the time, you have to be very inclined to ask your circle and to ask other people who are around you where they stand with their religion and what religion they have and where they stand with God. Because a lot of times you are bringing people and keeping people around you and they are not on the same wavelength with their with their spirituality spirituality as you are. And that's where the issues lie too. Because see, you're living a, living a faith-driven life and you, you got this good heart and you're trying to move forward. And this is, this is issues I've had myself. You know, I talk from me, honey, baby. I give you what I've been going through as well. You know, you have this faith driven heart and you want everybody to be great. But then you have these other little unrooted little people that are around you. They're kind of are unhealed and it's, and, and they're not dealing with what they're dealing with or they grew up on survival and then grow up on love. And so here you come with just rainbows and lollipops and you just throwing them all around and they all like something, you know, shooting them down, bang, bang, setting them on fire. And they kind of like, Mm-mm, I'm not with that. So that's why it's imperative that you always do an assessment a full-blown assessment of who you have around you at every level of every journey that you're going through. Whenever you have decided that you're going to live this purpose-driven life and that you're going to sit down and that you're ready to serve and that you're ready to pour into an audience and pour into someone, you need to evaluate all the people around you because a lot of times these people are, are dealing with what they're dealing with and it's no and that's okay. We all deal with things, but you got to know what your assignment is and what your assignment is not. And sometimes we take on too many assignments and then the assignment we supposed to do get all jumbled up and we don't do nothing. You know, when you tired and you're like, I got so much stuff I got to do, but I'm just going to lay down right here. I did that the other day when we came back in town. I said, I got so much to do, you know, but I, what I'm going to do is I'm going to take a nap. <laughs> 
because I feel like that's how I need to start this off. So that's truly what it is. Understand your assignment. And when you understand your assignment, you are going to assess what's going on around you and who's around you and what your audience is right now. And if they are a part of the audience that you need to serve and be a part of. And if you make that assessment, when you make that assessment, okay, let's talk about the assessment now. All right. You need to be truly making an assessment based on spiritual driven things, based off how this person carries themselves, and based on how this person is going to help you in your journey and what type of love and light they shine this is all about who you're going to have around you and if they and if at this time it's meant for you to take them on the ride or help them along in this journey because a lot of times like I said when we get an assignment the assignment gets all thrown off because there's people that we involve in the assignment that is a whole nother assignment that we're not supposed to be assigned to do right now it may sound a lot but you got you understand what I'm trying to say pretty much that ain't your job that ain't your business Mind it. Mind the business that God gave you. That ain't it. That ain't it right now. It sound a little harsh. It may come off as a blow, but that's just, that's, it's not your, it's just not that, that's not it. We have to be a little bit more. I'm very blunt and you have to be a little blunt with yourself when you are living a purpose driven life. You kind of, and it sucks because it can be a, it, I don't like to say lonely because you always got God. But uh, worldly living, it can be kind of lonely at the top. But the key is to understand that you are at the top. <laughs> so you you you'll you'll be all right, baby. You'll be okay. Would you much rather be lonely at the bottom, or would you much lonely be lonely at the top? And let me explain something to you. You can pray and manifest whatever you want into your life. You have to let me say that one more time. You can pray and you can manifest. And you can love and you can put all this energy into whatever you want in your life. So if you want to have more, if you want to be more, you have to pray and manifest over that. So if you feel like I'm lonely and I need someone, pray over that. God will bring you the right person. But do not, I repeat, do not when you take on the assignment, when you decide to serve this audience of one, a thousand, a hundred or a million, bring along people who are not a part of the assignment. Assess what's going on. Figure out what's going on with these people around me. And sometimes the assessment could just be a quick conversation like, hey, so what's your plans for the next, you know, year, girl? And once you hear that and that's in a completely different direction than you plan on going in, then you already know this person is just this is not a part of the assignment. And that doesn't mean that you just got to like just break people off. Like you just got to like let people go like girly guy. Some people you may have to do like that. You 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 have to use your discretion on how you're going to do that. But a lot of times that's truly not what it is. It's more so you got to know how to deal with this person. I always got always said you got to know what type of what, what category to put this friend or associate in. And sometimes you have to lower their categories sometimes their categories may be just hey you know when I want to go out and turn up a little bit you know I'm gonna call this person or you know when I want to go to the gym and work out I'm gonna call this person or you know but you have to you have to use your own mindset okay and you have to put things in order and use the, the noggin that God gave you and determine when you can truly speak on what you're doing to this person or involve this person or when you just need to keep it to yourself and understand that's not the audience that you're going to be serving. Another direction we're going to go on this is as being is feeling like what you're doing isn't enough or feeling like you're not getting enough attention for it. That was a big thing for me as well. Um, as far as my podcast, I used to I still feel like it doesn't get the acknowledgement that it gets because I put so much time and effort into it. 
But whenever I have those feelings, God always sends me a reminder. And the reminder is either a wonderful message that I get on Instagram, it's either a comment that I read, you know, on, on Apple about the podcast, or just someone in my inner circle, you know, just reaching out and telling me how, you know, I spoke life or I told them this or I helped them with a situation. So what I'm saying to you is this, don't feel like because you're not getting the worldly acknowledgement that you may be getting that you're not doing what you're supposed to do. Don't feel like that you're not pushing someone. Don't feel like that you're not being that that little mm that someone may need to go step out there and do what they need to do. That's what's important. I want to leave this earth and know that I help people be better, be greater and live a greater life. And for them to truly understand and love God, that's really what I want for them to do. Now, I know all the other extra stuff that's going on around and down the street in the circle. That ain't my business. But I want for them to know that seeing me that they can, you know, seeing me, they can do it, you know, and whatever, whatever way that they may relate to me and whatever it may be, that's great. That's dandy because I go through things. I have imperfections. I have areas that I have to heal in and, and, and am healing in, but I want to be relatable to them for them to be, to understand that they can do more and have more and be greater. That's what it's all about. So it doesn't matter what your audience is and how many you know that you're serving. Some of you are meant to serve an audience of millions, of thousands, of hundreds. You know, some of you guys are meant to do that. Some of you are meant to serve the audience of your family, some of your friends, you know, of your small circle, of your small community. But you have to get up and get ready and start serving. You have to get in a position to do it. You have to put yourself in that position. You can't let the feeling of no one's gonna see it or no one is gonna give me the acknowledgement I need or I'm I'm not going to have a thousand followers to do it or 20,000 followers or a million followers. So you can't let that stump you, stunt you and stop you from you getting to where you need to be. Because when you think like that, you're holding somebody else up from getting to where they need to be. Because you have to think about it like this. Well, my whole brand is circled around serving while being served. While I am filling myself up and figuring things out and growing, I'm still able to serve to others. I'm still able to speak life over others. I used to think that because I wasn't completely healed or I wasn't where I needed to be, that I couldn't dare make a podcast or I couldn't dare give someone advice or I couldn't dare talk to somebody when they're going through something or just, you know, say a prayer over someone because I'm not where I need to be. But that's holding so many people up from where they need to go. Is that that little, that little thought, that little blurb in the back of your mind, the devil taking that and kind of like playing with your emotions over that, you have to be stronger than to understand. Even if I start in one person listens, even if I start in 10 people listen, even if I start in one person decides to start the business, one person decides to open a Bible and read and figure out what the word is, it does not matter. That one person may just be what God wanted to use me for at that current time, but I am being used and that is the objective. I think that so many of us, social media, oh, you know how I feel about the social media. I guess so like I always got to talk about it because it's necessary to talk about it. Um, social media is a, is, it's a, it's a gift and a curse to me. I call it the gift and a curse because it has exposed and given me so many different platforms to speak to so many different people across the pond, down the street, in the UA, in China, in wherever. But it also it can have its uh, uh, cons where, you know, people look at social media and feel I can't do this or I can't have this or this person lives this perfect life or I can never be this. And, and they use it in a negative in a negative way. And I tell people all the time, a lot of people are not socially strong enough to be on social media. 
Like if they were, if this, and in, in, in my world, you would have to have some type of mental exam before you got on social media because social media is not a place for the weak-minded person. You know, for the person who lies too much on worldly thoughts, for the person who is not secure in themselves. It's not, it's not. Because it's it gets, things, people are unhealed on there and they get very angry and they let the devil use them and they just kind of do a lot with that. So I would say this, social media is not the platform that you want to use to start off your purpose-driven life if you are not strong in your faith and your journey and where you need to go. I'm just going to be honest with you. If you have to start what you need to start in the back background and completely not include social media if you have to make the business plan take a break from it maybe make a plant a page in the background not even advertise my however you want to do it but don't let that deter you from what you need to do don't let you see these people with the one point million followers or so on and so forth you know 20 30 whatever they have and be like well I can never get to that position or how am I going to get to that position or if I don't get to that position then I'm not doing what I need to do or my purpose is not truly being purposeful you can't no you cannot let that be what drives you what drives you has to be that you are doing what you're called to do okay and what you're calling to do is gonna call other people to be called to what they need to do so you got to do what you got to do and that should be your your basic motivation so you should be okay that you may be serving an audience or one or two and the one or two may be your kids a lot of y'all don't understand that it is your, what you're doing, you know, breaking a generational curse is a part of your purpose. Your, your children seeing you healthy mentally, you know, seeing you and your, your husband together. These are things that are starting the purpose driven. This, this is a new generation that's going to grow up and flourish from you that are going to help other generations. To, that's what you got to kind of got. It's so much more bigger than you. And once you understand that it's bigger than you and when you get out of this selfish little box, to where it's all about me and I want to feel the worldlies of it and I want to have a thousand followers and do this guest speaking and that those things will come along if that's what it's meant to be but you got to get started first and you got to kind of look at it as it's bigger than you and once you look at things that they're bigger than you your outlook on life will be completely different and you'll be more in tow to move forward on things than just be so caught up in oh I'm not it's not gonna be great it ain't gonna be this they ain't gonna see this ain't no person gonna do it they ain't gonna come to the opening they ain't gonna do this that's not what it's all about because let me tell you something God will send the right people that you you need to have my baby they will show up and show out you won't even you will be like who, who is this person what's your name people have people have interacted with me and have spoke life into me that I have no clue of inkling of who they are. I may not have even met them in the in, in actual flesh. I may have just met them over, over the social media platforms, but they have been more supportive than people that I have been able to reach out and touch. So understand this, the right people going to come when they need to come. When the audience is meant to multiply, it will multiply. But you have to do what you have to do on the back end, okay? You have to pull your weight in your department and then got to come do and pull whatever he needs to pull and what direction he wants to go with it you have to understand that obedience is the key and obedience is is the is the key to abundance you know being obedient is going to get you to where you need to be a lot of us are not living abundant life because we are not obedient and obedient being in who we should be where we should be and what we should be doing a lot of us are not doing what we need to be doing we're so focused on what the other person is doing what that person over there is doing that person over there drive a brand new range let me try on what they doing okay wait that person just got the house I want let me do instead of sitting down and really putting blinders on and really looking inside 
guide yourself in figuring out what I need to do. A main issue that I have, and I know it is, is with women, when I can people, I'm so in tune with my energy and God has blessed me with this to where I know when someone is picking up on characteristics of my brand. And it and it and it bothers me because I'm like, that's not your thing. You you have things to do. And it doesn't bother me because being influencing, I understand I'm going to influence others, but I want to influence you to do it in your own lane. I want to influence you to do it the way you supposed to do it, because the way you do it is going to bring a completely different audience in than the way I do it. That's what you got to understand. The way you are going to live your purpose driven life is going to bring in a whole different audience. If you do it the way the next person down the street do it, this going to bring the same audience in. And what in tour are we doing? We serving the same audience. So we are not expanding our audience. We are serving the same audience. So we are pouring into the same people that somebody else already poured in the same knowledge. And at this point, what are you you're not doing? What are we doing here? We're not multiplying. We're not pushing other individuals to be them, to be great. These individuals have already been pushed by this particular person and their purpose. So repeating someone else's purpose, repeating what someone else is doing, all you're doing is serving the same audience and not a new audience. And this is not getting us to where we need to be. We're back to, we're back to ground zero now. Okay. So that's what my issue is. I want everyone to live in their own light and love, live in your own authentic self, because that is going to bring a whole new authentic audience. And that audience may not be relatable to me, but they're relatable to you. But imagine this is a whole new audience of people who kind of maybe have been lost or maybe needed a little push or maybe had a push but needed more ideas or whatever it may be. So that's what it's all about, thinking bigger and being bigger. You're not thinking bigger than this when you are trying to mimic someone's whole brand or whatever they're trying to do, when you're trying to mimic it. And even if you feel some relatability and you're like, well, I can do it in this life, still do it in your life because that's your. those are your assigned audience. You holding, once again, you're holding up your audience. Mm-hmm, yeah, people is waiting, looking at their watches. When am I going to get this word? When am I going to get it? When am I going to find somebody relatable? Because you're mimicking someone else's brand, someone else's journey, someone else's path. So understand this. Whoa, excuse me. That must have been a word. <clears throat> understand this. It is very, very, very important that when you are figuring this out, you put your blinders on. And maybe you have to push back from social media in some shape or form. But you understand your assignment and the assignment is based on an audience that God has assigned you and it may be one or it may be a million, but you have to be your authentic self. And a lot of times people don't know that you people compete when you're not authentic. People know when it's mimicked. People know and they may kind of entertain it for a minute and kind of be like, ah, but it's it's not going to get the whole effect that it would have got if you just come in and be yourself. If you come in and you let people know I am flawed or, you know, I've been through this or I can relate to this or this is a this is something that I really like. You know, this is something that I'm really into, you know, and I want other people to be into this. That's what people relate to. That's the relatability. And that's what God wants. God wants people to see that in you because they know it's going to direct them right to him. That's what it's all about. It's not about you sitting here. And you being concerned about how many people going to see it, who going to see it, when they going to see it, how they going to feel about it when they see it, if they going to like it when they see it, they going to tell everybody about it when they see it. As they gonna, no, it's about you doing it. Okay, it's about you being authentic and it's about you understanding the assignment and not letting who your audience is and the number of people in your audience, okay, hinder you from getting to where you need to be. 
It's imperative. We all have a purpose. We all have an assignment and it may be small and it may be large, whatever it is, but we have it. And embracing that will get you to the life of abundance and abundance of not materialistic things of just peace. A lot of y'all are not at peace with self. You have days of being at peace, but when are you truly at peace? When are you truly in a good space? When do you feel like this is what I'm supposed to be doing? When do you feel like I'm here? This is comfortable. It's warm in here. It smells good. The food is good. I like it here. I like it a lot. What, what, what are you doing? That, 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 that's what you need to ask yourself. When I am recording, when I am pouring into someone, when I am teaching, that is when I'm in a good space, when I'm happy, when I, when I have my most peace. My life is in a great area of peace, but it can always be more peaceful. <laughs> it can always be more peace. And in order for you to get there, you have to live a God-fearing, God-driven, love and light life. You cannot live a life of hate. You cannot live a life of pain. And you cannot live a life of not being authentic and following someone else's journey. You have to embrace your own journey, however it may look. It may not be shiny and rainbows and color right now. It may not be the best. It may be has some struggles in it. But all of these struggles are building and placing you in a, in a position to have an awesome, amazing testimony. And this testimony may play part in what you may need to do or serve to your audience. So you just got to take it for what it's worth. There's so many things later on in life when God pushes me to write a book, because I'm definitely writing about eight of them things, because I got so much to tell you. Y'all wouldn't believe the stuff that be happening to me. It's my blood. But whatever, we just there's another time. But when he does, I know that the things that I went through in my 20s, the things I went through in my teens will will help, will be a staple to push others to not go in that direction or for them to go in, a, in another direction or a great direction, whatever it may be. But I know that that now that what I went through was imperative for my testimony and for where I was supposed to be. So that's how you have to look at it. You have to understand it's bigger than you. And it's hard to understand in your 20s. It's real hard, so it's cause I didn't I didn't it was about me. It was about me till I was about 31. Not to say my baby was 32, it was about me. But as I got closer into my spirituality and as I got closer and more in love with myself, I understood that I'm I'm put here for something bigger. So that's how you have to look at it. And once you embrace that, it's a really good feeling. It's lit because you're going to be like, well, what is it? You know, you now you're going to be like, well, God, tell me what it is. What I'm here for? What I'm here for? What I'm here for? And you be wanting him to tell you, but he not. <laughs> he not going to tell you. He got to figure it out. God is the man of figuring things out, Lord. If you read the word, he always, it was always a riddle to it. It's like, what is this? Just tell me. What's tea? He could like, no, I'm not going to tell you. So you have to understand that your audience may be one, it may be a hundred, it may be a thousand, but it is your purpose to get where you need to be so you can serve this audience because this audience has other people to serve, baby. That's what it's all about. So even when you are having a bad day and you are feeling like what I'm doing is not getting acknowledged, I'm not getting the recognition I need, I didn't get the Grammy, you know, I did not, where is the Bentley at? Where's the Bottega? I'm waiting. Where is the G-Wagon? Why haven't I gotten yet? Understand this. It is working and God is working and you working and it's going to come. Take a breather. Sit down. Relax. Pat yourself on the back. Acknowledge yourself. Get into the business of telling yourself you did great today. But do not, I repeat, do not let the outside, the worldly things, the social media, the what ifs, the cannots hold you back. From where you need to be in serving that audience because you're not serving them, it's holding them up. And we all got places to be, baby. 
So that was a good one. That's a good one. I love it. Yes. So a little things before we go. Um, we will be, we're in season three, so new episodes will be dropping every Friday. Um, and I look forward to you guys enjoying all of these episodes. So many are pre-recorded, some are not. This is one that is a fresh recording and some are from, you know, some different times in my transition, but I absolutely positively love you all. And I send prayers and love and joy to you. I am going to continue to pray for my sir family. And I want you guys to pray for me. Um, before I started today's episode, I read out of Psalms. Let me see. Psalms 56. I read verse one, verse one through 13. And I, and I want you to take your time and go and read that and, and, and understand this, that God is working and he loves you. And I love you, girl, boy, everybody. <laughs> and, and I appreciate you for, for joining me and make sure that you join my lovely family on social media at nurse underscore Monroe. And it's fly over there. It's real, real bougie. It's clean. It's gorgeous. It's a nice area to be in. And it is just, it's my place. It's my, it's my place outside of this being my place. So like I said, I love you all. And I look forward to catching you next episode of season three of Serving Why Being Served. You have an awesome day and continue to serve your audience and serve them with love, light, and a whole bunch of peace. Bye.